because she was kind of like, I'm sick of being sad and all this stuff, and my divorce is final. And she was Jewish. She was like, I want to have a divorce mitzvah. Mm, a, oh, divorce wow. mitzvah. a divorce mitzvah. Let's go. Up, though. Let's go pick your feet up, though. 811 crew, we are back. We are back with Adele Curran. You know it's your boy, Jay Turner, and... You listen to Slugger Glenn. This brother's having a good time laughing. That We're obviously having a great conversation today Adele. about some difficult topics. We're talking about how do we break up? How, can, how, how do people play when they break up? Is it dirty? Is it rude is it nasty how can it be favorable how can we protect our kids and then what is a decent and good breakup now when we left off i was just asking our expert adele Curran, off the bench today and again welcome expert. back adele well, I'm the expert. i thought i'm the expert i know everything no because this is about what you don't know. Oh, okay. You know, we have Adele okay, here. Okay, 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 okay. But, right, but you generally knowledgeable. Okay, there okay, we go. Okay, okay. But, like, one thing, Adele, is how is social media playing into this? Like, you, in my mind, you can't tell me that cats are not looking at their Facebook, their Instagram stories. They're saying, like, right now, I'm looking at pictures of all of my favorite families together on the European vacation. They're like, oh, we Jack went to Gino. so many European oh, cities yeah. and, and, and our yeah, daughter yeah, yeah. Did, a, yeah. did a chocolate cooking class uh, in Belgium. Okay, that, that could be getting too real if somebody did do that. But like, <laughs> wow. you know, and you're just thinking, man, they just must be the best family. Like everything is all good. I mean, like, is that real? Like, how do no. we, how, oh, no. how do we <laughs> uncouple and <laughs> keep it sane in this social media telling us how it should be Adele well I, I think the same thing applies to the, this area as like any other area of life right like when you look at social media you're only looking at what people cho choose to put out there right they're representatives right, right. like if it's my trip to Mexico and everything looks all perfect or your perfect kids or your I mean I find myself even though I know better I find myself like some kind of comparing myself i'm like right. their kids look perfect wow, right. my kids like right. that so it's i this, thought i was the only one who did that okay, oh right. no everybody okay and so it's the same thing with marriage right like you look at what somebody else is choosing to put out there no one's going to put a picture of their like fight they had last night right they're just <laughs> like, going to put a picture this ass didn't even want to go to dinner with us right. and now he's smiling no, all that's the why like sometimes and I, I haven't done it much i've done it a few times like i put really unflattering photos of myself on there or I mean, not in the, your not opinion, the, in my opinion, <laughs> okay. or like pictures of my kids where they're not smiling, looking at the camera, and I'll make, I'll do a post about imperfect parenting uh -huh. or right, whatever, because right, right. it's real. Uh, but right. yeah, what we're seeing on there isn't real. Mm -hmm. speaking, sure. of, speaking of social media, let me interrupt. Mark Zuckerberg, I need my Facebook account back. Thank you. Go ahead. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I haven't had it. I haven't had it since June. It's yeah. gone a whole month and a half. Wow. I don't know what's going on. We won't ask what you did. No, I didn't do anything. You Somebody had hacked a conscious me. uncoupling from Facebook. Right. <laughs> I still have Instagram. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I mean, I just think, I don't think it impacts whether or not people do this. I, what I do think is that it maybe enhances those feelings of like inadequacy or failure or whatever it may be even more because mm -hmm. you're comparing yourself to yeah. other people. But that's with right. everything. I think people, yeah. when you talk about social media, so that's everything. People always compare themselves. You know, I'm at work in this cube and you're out, you know, in Maldives. Like, yeah. how are we? We're not yeah. the same. So, you know, you look at social media, you can't, you can look at social media and you can tell the relationship is changing. 
You can look at people's pages all the time, and oh. you're like, you can start looking from the beginning. You're like, oh, things. Are Ulysses, well. Ulysses is a tea. He reads the tea leaves. <laughs> yeah, well, on social actually, media. yeah. What I noticed tell, is yeah. that the pictures of the couple together yeah, they start, usually right, they start. start they, they start just showing the, the kids. kids. <laughs> Let's show what we can kids, agree on. Or, or, or you'll see right, the right. kids are fantastic. You'll see the kids in between the parents. Right, that's, like, true. that's true. That's it, it, true. It's it's interesting. It's an interesting thing as you start seeing it. But you know, one thing I will say uh, real quick. I remember when I got uh, emancipated, I had a I had an emancipation party. I didn't call it that, but it was like, hey, it was. I didn't really say what it was. But it was just me on the, you know, I guess flyer or whatever it was. It's like, hey, it's my birthday. Blah, blah, blah. So I remember when people came and were like, oh, wait, you're divorced. I'm like, yep. <laughs> That's here. awesome. So, yeah, so one I of, didn't do it like One of my I, good yeah. friends who, I don't I don't think you probably know Ulysses, you might know her, Jason, um, had a party when she got divorced because she was kind of like, I'm sick of being sad and all this stuff and my divorce is final. And she was Jewish. She was like, I want to have a divorce mitzvah. Mm, a oh, divorce wow. mitzvah. A divorce mitzvah. Oh, wow. So I hosted it at my new house. And wow. it, it was like the other party I had at my house. It oh, was, once again, I wasn't invited. It once was again, killer. I'm out. It's probably because yeah. I'm on Facebook. And then I had one myself. <laughs> right. Yeah, but it was fun. That was really? at your old house. That was at my old house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had an emancipation party too? I did have one. It, and it was, was it was what? well. It was a combo that and birthday party like yours. Okay. Most people thought it was just my birthday party, but yeah. Okay. So both. let me ask you this. So uh, since you've learned the uncoupling, is there anything you would do in your when you were getting divorced differently? Yeah. Um, That's a good question. It's a very good question. <laughs> wow. Like I'm actually. I'm actually really pleased with how it turned out. I mean, like like I said, for most people, it doesn't go down that well, you know? Um, and even my kids will say, like, you know, you guys have the best divorce I've ever heard of, mm-hmm. which is which is saying a lot. Y'all still Netflix and chilling? I mean, what, is, that, uh, no. is that what we talking about? No, I'm just no, asking. I'm no, like, but, like, no like, but we... You're not like, hey, you want to see a movie? What, like, I, what I would say is we're very, we're very effective co-parents. <laughs> okay, you know yeah. what I mean? And there's no okay. drama. Yeah. Oh, that's good. But there are still things I do differently. I would. I didn't know about the conscious uncoupling process, mm-hmm. or maybe I rolled my eyes at it or whatever, too, at the time. But I would have gone through that actual process. I would have hired a coach to take us through it or at least take me through it um just because i'm I'm such a huge fan of it Mm -hmm. and i think i would have learned things you know five years earlier than i than i did about myself and adele has anybody ever changed their mind that when you were working have you ever worked with a couple and then they start start to constantly uncouple and say you know what i think i want to re-spoon with you or something has anybody ever come back actually not had that happen it could happen it could happen. Mm-hmm. I've heard it happening with other people. It's never happened with me. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one guy I worked with who was had recently gone through a breakup, and he was super upset about it, wanted to get her back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Look, this is not why we do this, right? You know, you have it's to take that uncoupling. off the table, right?" But yeah. they actually did end up getting back together, and they got married, um, which I was really happy to oh, see. You said that they, but they didn't invite you. That sucks. No, but that's no. They, they used you. They used right. all your information. Yeah, that's right. what they're supposed to do. But that's people, what I was do there people, for. I don't know if people invite their plastic surgeon to the no, wedding. No, no. You're right. You're like no. that's how I got that here. That was definitely not an expectation. No. But no, I've not had a couple that was actually oh, divorcing but, decide mm-hmm. to get to recouple is what they call it. Uh, yeah. Let me ask you. This is this is a question I kind of had. Um, 
So is there a certain income bracket you have to be in to do the mm-hmm. conscious uncoupling? I mean, thing? you have to you have to have enough income to pay for it because insurance right. doesn't cover yeah, it. Yeah, this ain't so insurance. If I, so, if I, so if I make seventeen ten an hour in D.C., which is probably I couldn't have, okay, right. which is sad to say, so but, means but low economic people, y'all, right? I know, to, yeah, I know. Be fighting it out, right? <laughs> but. You could so, buy you could buy, you buy the, the book. book. You could buy the book. You could buy the, you book. Buy the book. You can go on the website. You can do. Um, I don't know how much the course is on Mind Valley, but apparently <clears> it's quite good. Okay. Yeah. But you know what? This is where a lot of times people, the organizations, don't really calculate the total cost of family disruption. Well, because true. if you, yeah. I mean, definitely, it, it, and I would, I'm just feeling like almost everything else. You know, an ounce of prevention, if this case, by having these types of conversations, if you could reduce the amount of, of times people are suing each other, arguing each other, if you can re- take down the volume of discord in the house yeah. because of this, if you can 100%. reduce the impact on the kids. I mean, there's there are a lot of really huge tangible oh my gosh. benefits I mean, that pay it huge, out. Huge, huge. Like, let's. Like, I'm sorry. Do, go ahead. Do you do you work with marriage counselors? I, that's, I wanted to ask it because it seemed like something you it would be a hand in hand. I know. Oh, yeah, you oh, know what? I yeah. haven't so far, but you're the second person to suggest that yeah. in a week, and I think that's like it's yeah, if, really if so, to be in the toolkit for, for the marriage yeah, counselor. Yeah, no, it's 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 great, and I think like I think that the reason I haven't reached out to those people is that it can seem like we're working sort of at mm. what's the term cross well, purposes to, or whatever, but. But no, I think I think for um, a marriage counselor sees I've been working with this couple for years. It's not working. They want to get a divorce. Like, why why wouldn't she want to? Yeah, so they should move them on to you. Or even yeah. when you're first, get, you know, before you get married, when you're doing the the counseling, then it's kind of good to talk about. You know, this could happen. You know, I don't think people will talk about when they get married. You know, in the beginning, like, hey, you know, everyone gets married. They think they're gonna be married for four thousand years. That doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And, I, and so you should look at it in the beginning, like, you know, well, these are things that you should, you know, look at. You know, when you're first getting married, things. You know, so I think it would be. You know, knowing what I know now, knowing what I know now, oh God, but what I'm saying (laughs) is that knowing what I know now, I would definitely want to have had someone like you to discuss, you know, what it's like when you're, you know, getting a divorce. You know, if you get to this point when you first get married, what it looks like getting a divorce, or even when I was getting a divorce, I probably would have, you know, we had a really good divorce, but I think I would have used some of the things you've talked about, just even with my dealing with my son, dealing with my ex, so on and so forth. So it's um, I think it's a good thing. I, I'm yeah. I'm for it. And if you you got to make more than seventeen ten an hour, but you know, <laughs> and even more so, I realize now. You know, you asked if there are things I would have done differently in my divorce, and and really the only thing I would have done is maybe go through this conscious uncoupling process, mm-hmm. but. What I've learned more are the things I would have done differently before the marriage. Ah, right, that's what right? I was trying to say. Yes. Yeah. Before the marriage, so the kinds of conversations that yes. we should have had that we never had, because people don't address things, and and people assume. I mean, I was young; I was twenty five. People just, I don't know. I assumed things right. work out yeah, a certain way, out. and people make assumptions. That now, they don't make. say anything more because that is very like the questions what that you should ask before For, you get yeah. to this. We have to take a break right now. When we come back from that break, I want to really kind of zero in on that. How can we 
you know, how can we avoid some of these things on the back end if possible? And then another thing I want to kind of pivot to is how can we use this techniques to talk to our kids? Mm. Does it do, does this strategy work with our kids or do your kids like, nah, don't be trying to do that type of Jedi stuff on me. <laughs> All right. So get ready. Let's talk about how this translates to either before and after with the kids when we get back. A11 crew, stay with us. A11 crew, we are back, back. and I uh, appreciate having Adele Curran on the set off the bench to inform us on how we need to act better and really act like grown-ups here and not act <laughs> like children I don't when we I, I, uncouple. I didn't. I was but, yeah. fully adult. You know, in this last space, though, when we were before we went to break, I'm really curious how this uncoupling piece um, we've talked about how it deals when you're in the midst of of the battle with trying to, you know, end a relationship with your uh, with your spouse or your partner. I guess I'm curious as to how do these strategies, how can these be applied to our kids? Like, do your do you, are your are your kids going to listen to you? Because I think these are very very effective ways to hopefully teach our kids to have better relationships. Mm. And I'm wondering, do you have success with talking to your kids about this stuff the same way you talk adults or are they looking at you you know like you mean crazy. my kids like your kids like, oh no they think like, i'm God. they think i'm bananas okay I was, <laughs> okay they, they, i was like wow okay. they tell me i'm a hippie and you know they think i'm no i do i think that my i think they actually appreciate it but right. they're not going to tell me that and they're not going to really engage in direct conversation about it right but i think like i think that the the best thing we can do for our kids is to to just be good role models, right? Mm -hmm. So if they see us acting like grown-ups, like you said, yeah. then that's you know that is going to translate in okay. some way. I mean, I hope that my kids and eventually, <laughs> you right. know, that it right. translates into something. Right. I mean, at a minimum, I know that they haven't suffered the way they would have if we'd been right. nasty. Right. Right. Yeah, I've seen I've seen kids where the parents were nasty. Yeah. And then the kids take sides, and it's you know. When you start seeing the kids take sides, I'm like, you shouldn't even be that f involved no, in your parents' horrible. relationship anyway. But is there so, ever a time when it's good to stay together for the kids? I mean, is there any scenario so, where staying together for the kids works out? I actually, I have like pretty strong opinions on that. Not everybody will agree. Break it down. But <laughs> I think that I think that when most people talk about staying for the kids, what that means is I'm staying in a miserable situation for my kids' sake. That's what most people mean when they say that. And I don't think that ever works because mm. if, a ch if kids are seeing their parents miserable, it impacts them, right? So you're not doing your kids any favors by their, I mean, and, and what the kids too are picking up on is like, you're staying miserable and you're staying miserable because of me and that what is that showing them that's showing mm. them they don't have any power to make changes mm -hmm. in their life that they can never leave a, mm -hmm. what if what if they're in a job they hate and they think they can never leave it that's true on the other hand i do think i have to say i haven't really seen it happen i do i do think on the other hand you could use your kids as a motivation to work on your relationship and make mm. it work mm. and right if that's your situation Very difference i think that that would be a wonderful reason to like work on your marriage. Mm -hmm. Do you but, think? Do you have you seen or do you think that people who stay in bad relationships who have children 
Do you think the children come out better or do you think the children are worse off? Um, so I think it depends on on what we're talking about, the alternative well, being, right? Well, so so if if the situation is that the the parents are staying together and they're miserable, mm-hmm. I think the kids are not going to be benefiting from that at all. Mm-hmm. I think if the parents split up and they're happier, then the kids are going to be happier. So I'm not doing a good job describing this. No, no, I'm just, what, what, what I, the bottom line <clears throat> is if the parents are happier, the kids are going to be better off, whether they're married or divorced. But I don't, but what see, I'm trying to say. And I hear that. But as, as you were saying this, I was literally thinking to myself, Hmm. That is, in my opinion, that doesn't that mean that you have to have some really unselfish kids? Like, for instance, somewhere I feel like there is a kid or some kids somewhere who are like, "Mom, Dad, oh my God, you're gonna put, you're gonna get a divorce, and then I'm gonna be in the group of kids whose parents are divorced, right. or right. maybe, or gosh, Mom, you're gonna like, you know, respectfully, like my ex-wife, you're gonna drop your married name." Such that now when we go to register, right. my kids, my you know, my kids' last name is different from their like, moms, right. which automatically puts the whole right. on blast. I mean, so I mm-hmm. guess I wonder, you know, many times, and for kids also too, what if they like their house in their neighborhood? Like, right. they, mm-hmm. like Adele, I personally, I mean, your house really wasn't that nice, but I liked it, <laughs> okay? And so if your kids like their house, like, they like their room, they could be like, damn, can't y'all stay? Like, I mean, who's, I'm not trying to move to your little two-bedroom apartment. Yeah, you know, like, what? I, I think I think it depends I know, I on think the age of the kids. I think when the kids are probably under 16 or so, because they're still doing family, especially if you're doing family things. Right, if like, you got a like, Winnebago. Yeah, or, like, like you and I. Like, yeah, I think but you don't miss that. You, you missed that. That's a whole other. His family had a Winnebago. Uh, but, but what's interesting, but you know what? My parents were married for 31 years. They've never said that, you know, that we stayed together for your, your brother and I. But so they got divorced when I was. Yeah, but I was 31, 30, yeah, I was turning 31 that year. So as an adult, it's odd having divorced parents because you weren't, I didn't grow up that way. So realizing when I go over- You're like, what happened? Yeah, like, whoa. (laughs) So, you know, know, my mom stayed in our house that we grew up in, but most times, especially when the kids are younger, you usually have to sell the house and move. Very rarely does one person stay Unless, you know, my mom was at the, you know, they had the house for, you know, since 79, so they got divorced in 2001. House was almost paid off, so it wasn't a huge thing. But normally, you know, the kids, especially in this area, you know, you have a $800,000 mortgage that you got in this area. It usually takes two people to keep it. So then they move, you know, the kids can stay in the same private school, but you're no longer living in this, you know, yeah. great community, this house. You're not, the, you know, the kids aren't coming to your house to go swimming and all. You know, I can look at having my own son, you know, and I think that is one of the reasons I would have stayed married. Like, you know, let me keep, to keep his life going, you know, as I've already had lived my life as a teenager, kid, so you know, I think I would have stayed. Well, I longer. think I think I mean the the answer really. I think I said this at the beginning. It depends, right? Okay. Like, it always I mean, does. it depends, right? Like, and I think of course you want to keep your kids' lives as stable as possible, yeah. and that's one reason for doing this conscious uncoupling thing, right? right? Like, I mean, but the choice isn't necessarily between. 
you know, staying together in a stable situation and being divorced and having it be unstable. Mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. could be that you split up and the situation is still stable and the parents are happier. I mean, if that if that's the case, I don't know who's to say who's you know, what's better. And I don't know, right. like even if the kids initially would prefer their parents together, do you really know that in the long run they're not going to be better off when their parents are both mm -hmm. living happier, healthier lives? I, it's it's hard to say. I know that, you know they say it's just like I'll say this: it takes two people to have a kid, so it would basically take two people to raise a child. Mm -hmm. So when you're divorced, you're no longer both parents aren't spending that. 50-50 time. Mm -hmm. what, the kid lives with one parent and then they're on the weekends with the other parent or some split like that. So, you know, you look at studies that kids that come from married families tend to do better versus kids who come from broken homes. So, you know, but then again, you can look, I know some people came from broken homes who are geniuses who have gone off vice president. Well, also, she's, keep in mind that so. your typical divorce isn't done consciously and kindly no, no. Mm -hmm. so and that's one reason to to you know to do this kind of thing early on so yeah. the kids do i do well. think, yeah i do think because you the fact of the matter is yeah. you can't like i would never just say hey you know you're not that happy get divorced but the fact right. of the matter is 50 percent of people more or less do get divorced so if that's going to happen let's make it earlier as, you know and, let's you know, do it the best way we can that's a good point adele and as i was thinking about this and when you were talking about your family i was thinking about um you know i was i was eight years old when my parents got divorced mm. and i was really thinking about that experience and and i what i remember about my parents divorce was not much but what i do remember after is what well what <laughs> i remember was that my mom every weekend would make sure that i called my father and that is what I remember mm. most, is my mother being the catalyst for an enduring relationship between my father and me, because she could have had the attitude of, oh, you, I, oh that man, you calling him, mm -hmm. whatever, I don't know what you, and that I can see now in retrospect would have had a very different effect on me. Totally The different. fact that she said, Every Saturday morning, she would say, did you call your father? Call your father. That That's, she helped make my father a priority in my life without him. And I really, mom, I could give you a real, I've told you about that. Yeah. That was a good shout out. That was that was clutch that you did that. But yeah. can I do, uh, just yeah. shameless plug out, shout out to my mom and my dad <laughs> for accepting my collect calls every Saturday. I appreciate that too. <laughs> but you know. She what, made you call collect. I mean, by, by, there is that, yeah, okay? She said, like, what you call collect. Like, right, she was like, I put a collect <laughs> call, call through. And right, and my dad would always be like, I accept it. Anyway, There's no phone, no phone. Know, right, right, it wasn't the bill that long. That was long, long distance, distance back, back then. then. That was DC to Miami. Oh, that one thing I'll say is that you were saying earlier Ulysses that you know often you know or that parents don't have that 50 50 anymore yeah so from my experience and this I don't think maybe this is a little unusual but not that rare is that in my case my former husband saw my kids a lot more after our divorce okay because um, we did have 50 50 custody right, and prior to that so, I'd been yeah. a stay-at-home mom and he'd been like a total oh, okay. workaholic type and he got 50% custody and All he of a like, sudden he was on deck. He was totally stepped up the, to the plate yeah. as a dad. And he, he, as a result became much closer to the kids. So it doesn't always have to be. It's no longer the case where like 
the dad has like every right. other weekend and only right, takes right. them to Disneyland exactly. and baseball right. games. Like no. it's doesn't, not doesn't that doesn't happen. Like, all, what's her name yeah. again? Uh, right. Yeah. Even if it wasn't fifty fifty during the marriage in divorce, it, 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 it could be. be okay. And, and in fact, I was told thing. by my attorney, and I'm not a you know I don't practice law, so mm-hmm. I'm you know I don't claim to know how that works in every state. But my attorney told me at the time. If he wants 50% custody, he'll get it. He'll because get, yeah. nowadays, that's how it goes. So and don't bother good. fighting. That, yeah, it is a good thing. I think that was a conversation we, we had. had yeah, before. it's a good thing. I said, you automatically get, so when guys say, oh, they took the kids. No, you didn't ask. You just right. didn't no. want anything. Right, because I said, I, I started like, with I was like, they 50, start 50, 50 is what the you know, conversation got to start yeah, with. But I do want to say one thing is that if you are, you know, I don't think people should stay in a marriage if it's abusive or right. you know, mentally abusive, physically abusive, if they're doing things to their children, those are that's not what I'm talking about. Right. I'm talking about if you all are living there for the past 10 years, you're living in separate rooms for 10 years or whatever, right. and it's been going, why break it up now? Let the right. kids graduate. We're well, talking about moving. psychological abuse I is do, fine. I Physical do, abuse I, is I, I do want to point out, I mean, and you're welcome to that yeah. opinion. I do want to point out that is not, that's not like neutral when a kid sees their parents not having a relationship, that actually is damaging too. Because if you think about your role modeling for your kids, what a health, what a relationship mm-hmm. looks like. So if they grow up with parents who, oftentimes, if you're living in separate rooms, there's like this undercurrent of mm. like anger, seething, mm-hmm. resentment, whatever. That's that does damage yeah. the kids. Doors closed between mom and dad. Yeah, it's, versus I mean, it does, and a kid feels that even if there's not like active fighting, they right. know they know it. Right. They know exactly. it. That's not great li- either. Versus living with a single parent who's you know kicking it every weekend with a different. Women or yeah, woman or but woman you're or man. you're making an assumption there. Too. No, I'm just I'm just giving right. the, yeah. the the difference uh, yeah. a, a difference. Like, well, okay, now that they're divorced, now you have a dad who's dating every weekend, and you see a different woman there every. Oh boy, is that, I, when that's does what that I'm Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, oh, no. but yeah. you know, anyway, not that every dad would do that. <laughs> uh, but you know, can I can can I just take it take the question up a little bit further? I mean now. We are all divorced, mm-hmm. but presumably mm-hmm. we will get married again or we'll be in other relationships again. What should we take forward, mm. you know, into our future relationships? How might or, we, what should we do different when looking at the different attributes for a partner that perhaps we haven't, didn't look at before? What do you like, think? Yeah, like, what would, yeah, what would you, like before marriage, if we just saw, like before marriage. What should we do, yeah. girl? Well, how do I know I, I mean, if this woman there, right for me? There, there's. <laughs> You're gonna say it depends, aren't it you? It does Tell depend. Yeah. It does depend. I mean, one th- one thing that is like great about, and I'm I'm a like, I read this phrase somewhere today. Like, I'm a master. Oh, I'm gonna mess it up, but like, I'm I'm very good at making lemonade out of the lemons, right? Okay. Like, And that's because I just like to put a positive spin on everything. So what is a great thing about going through a divorce is that you learn a lot. You learn yeah. a lot about what you don't, don't like and yep. doesn't work. So there, therefore you learn about what you do want. That's right. yes. And that's, that's right. what dating does too, which I frankly didn't do enough of when I was younger. So um, Me either. So yeah, I mean, I think I think it's good to like make notes of like the kinds of traits that are important to you. But more important than that, far more important than that, I think is to like, and I kind of hate to say this, but it's like do your own work, mm-hmm. like work through your own. Yeah. Because and that's what most of us don't do, and people tend to point the finger and blame the other person for yeah. the reason the marriage went down. But instead, Boom. 
Yeah, you have to look at yourself. I've done that work. Yeah, look at me. Yeah, and you have it's It's crucial. It's crucial. Yeah, because otherwise you're going to end up repeating your mistakes. So that's the most important thing. Now, with that said, would you get married again? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> 11 crew will be back. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I wow. That is that is not my goal and not because like Wait I'm jaded because but it's I mean, because goal is a strong word. It's right. not my goal like I, for like most divorced people I think we talked about this earlier most divorced women I know aren't really interested in getting married again. I don't have the need to but never say never. Never say never. If I were if I if it came up and it felt right I'm sure I'd do it, mm-hmm. but it's just not the, it's not my goal. Hmm. All right. That's How about you guys? Yeah, I would get married again. Do you, you, is that you actively want to get married again or is it more just like you would if it? No, I would actively, like, I, I actually believe in marriage. I think it's, you know, it's something I enjoy. I just was married to the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I and actually when we first were married it was good so I did enjoy mm-hmm. that when things were good they were good mm-hmm. it's just when they were bad they were just bad so I, I'm more conscious and I know what I'm looking for things I will and will not accept so the person I was at 28 versus the person I am now at 38 <laughs> is wait a minute, what, what was her laughter <laughs> is different so you know you you know, I, I can clearly see the things I'm looking for then versus things I'm right. looking for now right. and what I would, what I thought my marriage was going to even grow into then. So, but I would definitely, you know, would do pre-marriage, full pre-marriage counseling, yeah. things mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you. Yeah. Well, the other thing is that like you, and I'm just sort of like latched on to when you said I was with the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Which is that, like, even if you were initially with the right person for you, people change. Right. So. I, the signs, every sign for me was there. I just you, worked, or I did work, like, I did workarounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you keep doing workarounds, the workarounds get bigger and bigger and bigger, you're like, whoa. Then you should know. So, yeah. And even as many workarounds and things I did, I just. You know, to put a capstone on this conversation, I absolutely still believe in marriage. I'm yeah. excited about love and a partner and coming into the house again and everything smelling the right way and knowing who I'm traveling with and yeah. knowing that my birthday's coming up and knowing yes. that somebody's thinking about my birthday and wanting to be with me. These are things that I absolutely want and am looking forward to. But that's just me. I'm consciously trying to recouple. I like that. <laughs> but that said, yeah, we have chopped this Real. up a lot. There's a lot more to talk about in this, but I oh, yeah, really want to thank Adele this for coming on. Thanks so much for having me, guys. It was really yeah. fun. Yeah. This was good. You got to be in that right mindset, I, I thought y'all. The, I thought it was the other Adele, but I still like it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you. Without yeah, music, 811 Crew, we are out. There's a fire burning in my heart. <laughs> Come on.